It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 748. What's happening, guys? What's going on? Tommy Jacket, happy Tuesday. <laughs> Great to be here. Beautiful weather in Melbourne. Is it? What he's trying to do is assume a, a positive attitude and hopefully <laughs> it comes through in a more sort of tangible level within his within his cells. No, it is it is great to be here wherever you are right now, whether you are oh uh, walking your dog. Is this or... the guy from uh, Instagram from 2012 uh. <laughs> that that uh, that is now speaking? Well, I feel the like Josh Jansen. Is it I feel like there's something nice in the uh, leaning into the radio personality. A bit of old t- <laughs> telly style. Mm. Um, I tell you what, sleep is overrated. So overrated. No, I don't know about that. No, no. What are you joking? Mean? I'm absolutely joking. <laughs> Bodie was up. He came into our bed last night and he has a, so he got a mozzie bite mm-hmm. probably two months ago, maybe even more. And he's pulling a JJ and I'm pulling a Lynn Jansen. He's scratching it. Oh, uh. I have to get up. I have to say in the middle of the night, stop scratching. <laughs> I feel like I'm Lynn Jansen. He, this kid, I, this is the, this is like a test of human um, repairability because it's like ca- um, him picking at it in the day versus mm-hmm. how quickly can it heal in the night. Uh. And so it's become a tick for him where he's like scratching. It must be itchy, but mm-hmm. it's not even that bad. It's not as bad anymore, but he's scratched new bit on it. And so he's scratching what is, what in the night. Mean? Like he's, there was the mozzie bite and then there was the scratch line. And like he's created a new sort of mark that wasn't a mozzie bite. Okay. And you're saying that it's well, it over to- sleeping is overrated because well, was, you're not getting sleep. Yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, mate, I'm absolutely rat shit. Like, so how I, do you I, know that he is doing that? You must mm-hmm. be getting up in the night and checking. No, he's coming. No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's coming into our bed to sleep in mm-hmm. the middle of the night. Okay. Which it's hard to get him out straight away because then he comes back in. And I did get to a point where I was like, you're out, mate. You're done. Took him back into his bed and he said, get in, get in. And so I got in for a little bit and I thought I had him. Like you just, you get him to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. And then I got out and I went downstairs to turn the heater on, which, you know, the um, sort of ducted heating. And next minute I just hear the door open as I'm walking up the stairs and he's back in our bed. What time was it? 3.30 a.m. And that's like the last bit. But then it was just, it was horrific. So anyway, it's re- you really feel the effects. I intuitively wore, I think it's because I'm tired, tracksuit pants. Like yesterday you were in, tra- you were in your full <laughs> yeah. tracky get up because you were tired. You because- well, I think yeah. I didn't even, I was just like, I thought they were a great idea. But mm-hmm. now in hindsight, it's because you're tired and you're making decisions that are based on you being tired in the morning. Well, the only reason that I felt justified wearing them yesterday was because they're cotton on and because they yeah. gave them to us. I thought, oh, like, <laughs> this is me just, you know, representing. This yeah. is just a, a brand deal. But um, because they were dirty, I, I didn't feel comfortable doing that with my regular. You, you shouldn't go to work in something that you sleep in as a general rule. <laughs> yeah. So not the cotton, the cotton on ones are my good ones. Sure. But I've got, I've got some other ones where... You sleep in the trackies. For a long time, I didn't have tracksuit pants. Really? Like I've only discovered tracksuit pants in the last few years. Shorts. I was a big shorts guy. I was actually the kid that would um, wear shorts for every occasion. Like it was, I was one of the only kids in school. Do you remember that it was how uncool it was to wear shorts? Mm. (laughs) There was a kid. (laughs) But do you actually remember that? You can say no. I don't remember that. Uncool. At school. As, mm. in, as in with the school uniform. 
Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was very it was I very uncool. Really? Oh, so you went shorts. to some sort of public school? school. Povo public school. But I went to a Povo public school. Yeah. No, we didn't have school uniforms. Oh, that's Actually, weird. in fact, in even in primary school, we had like a red T-shirt that, that they told you to wear, but no one wore it. So our principal would pay us 10 cents to wear it. Oh, wait, how would you get that cash? In a little raffle ticket for the, for the um, canteen. Ah. So at assembly on Monday mornings, whoever was in their red shirt, they'd walk around and give you a little, little ticket. Oh, that's great. That's so, cute. But then the rest of my school through high school, no uniform. Yeah. And so what would you wear? I'm guessing there's a, a fair bit of pressure involved. Uh, well, looking back, it wasn't good. It was a lot of pattern, <laughs> like button-ups and, you know... Shorts and well, you, you, vans. You're the you're probably the most fashionable guy. Well, I mean the the no. guy who <laughs> be careful with your words. You no. <laughs> most fashionable guy you know in in our in our team <laughs> in our room in our team and fashionable meaning you take chances and you wear things that all of us wouldn't, but mm. you pull it off. I only I pretty much just go for plain now. Do you? Yeah, just plain plain hoodie, plain t shirt. Yeah, but the shirts you wear, the jackets you have, yeah. I don't own any of that stuff. Yeah. That's like edgy. Thank you. No, Have you worries, gone mate. through? That's all I had. I mean, we've spoken a lot about rebrands over the course of. Sort and you've of done a lot. We years. saw. I mean, it's not a competition, but I'm pissed. Uh, I posted my tea guy video mm-hmm. where I made the play, and um, and then you came through with a a post oh. of you. The the T guy, which mm-hmm. was you in 2012, yep. wearing, 2011, yep. 2011, wearing one of the cutest little, you know, um, shirt and um, and sort of what is it like a a knit, a knit shirt and knit. What number. is that brand? I, I don't know. Was it Ralph Lauren? Yes. Was, was like it a polo? Or was it Tommy Hilfiger? Tommy Hilfiger. It could have been either of them. I think it was Hilfiger. But I'm I, sure it was a DFO job, you know. Mate, I got, <laughs> I was worried as soon as you posted that. I commented and said, I hope this, if this gets more likes than my video, I'm mm-hmm. going to be pissed. And sure enough, mine got 60 and yours got 155. Oh. But then someone also thought it was me posting it and fat shaming you. Is, someone, it, is that what? I'm pretty sure because then someone else in there wrote, said, this is hilarious, Tommy. It's like, I had nothing to do with this. And what's the, if you just post a photo of me from like, from 2011, I happen to be fat. <laughs> is that really fat shaming? Can you or is it sh- only fat shaming when you point out that it's fat shaming? <laughs> well, oh, someone, yeah. I reckon the fat person that pointed out that someone was doing fat shaming is the fat shamer. Or maybe it was, because uh, I went down the rabbit hole of thinking, oh, maybe this is about the show. And I got really, like I was in the shout, like I um, got home, it was pissing down with rain. Oh. On the way home. Did you get wet? I got soaked. Yeah. Walking home. And so I, I got really soaked as well. Yeah. And um, straight away got home, had that sort of hot shower, reminded me of playing footy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. getting like you oh, have your shorts yeah. on or whatever and you get muddy and wet and you're freezing and then you have a hot shower and you see the steam. Yeah. Um, Stinging. Yeah. Was, it, was there hot chips waiting for you? <laughs> I, wish, that was I the, wish. That was the deal. Don't fat shame. Um, <laughs> no, and so no, I, was, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, uh, I got defensive around the fat shame comment because what I was thinking was I was like, um, and it's a I guess a decent question. If you are uh, overweight or if you have been, so for me, like a lot of the shame is me personally, right? I, like I, I mm. there was shame I felt being overweight. Mm. Do I get a free ticket to fat shame? Yourself or yes. others? Well, for me, I think that whenever we do it, it's always based on 
me, like my personal. Yeah, thing. I mean, you're only ever speaking to your your past. And I don't care. The other thing too is I don't care if you're fat. I only care if I'm fat, <laughs> like, which is, I don't and know. Like, is you that, hope I get fat. Yeah, if, yeah absolutely. I mean, Georgie boy, what do you, I mean, you're the voice of reason on the show. Um, well, for me, luckily, I've never had to deal with weight issues. Oh, luckily. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> voice of reason. But I reckon you, if you want to fat shame yourself, I think that's okay. Well, it's, it's like, your not, call. Yeah. It's, are you... It's it's a bit rich to sell tell somebody not to fat shame themselves if that's what they I mean it's mm-hmm. I think it's advised that you shouldn't do it can be a bit toxic for your own self yeah but I don't, yeah, mate, I don't know I don't know if I said the right thing just then <laughs> no I know I know what you mean. I haven't thought about it too much it is a tough topic yeah. to be able to discuss I mean we don't want to discuss people's weights it's not weight is none of our business but then at what point is someone very unhealthy and I'm only talking about someone that you love. And it'd be a real issue. Mm-hmm. It'd be a real issue as a parent having a child, as a, you know, a, as a child having a f- parent that is severely or morbidly obese and your interest is in their health mm-hmm. and them being around to see you grow up or your kids grow up. And so then can we not talk about that? I don't know. I don't know the answer because I think uh, in a politically correct world, we can't. Yeah. And- it's got to a point where you we can't discuss any of those things. But then I don't know how advantageous that is to the population that is really unwell in that regard. Mm. And so it's a it's a sensitive topic. Like the um I heard someone speak about over in the States there's been care packages for people affected by coronavirus and losing their income. And and it was like this great service where they're going around, say, places like on the outskirts of New York City, and they're saying, um, we're getting your food for you. You don't have to leave the house. We're going to come and deliver it. Mm. And the person that created this charity was so, so upset because everything on the list was Pop-Tarts, was waffles, was mm. high sugar. And it's like at a time when we're at such risk – I mean, that he bought them for these people. Yeah. But it was like, oh, my man, mm. this is so much beyond just eat healthy. You know, it's like that's really sort of ingrained in sort of mm. your upbringing and what – I mean, it's – yeah. But then on the other hand, yeah. Well, because I get – I think part of it maybe is that there's the feeling that if you are overweight that you attach it to laziness or things like that. Mm. There's obviously – there's people with thyroid issues yeah. or even the – the mental struggle of trying to eat healthy is hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think um, there's, it's never, it's, uh, it's never a problem to be more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's, it's a good thing to be more empathetic about people's situations. So rather than just saying you're fat and you're lazy, it's like, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple as that. Yeah. And but I, I get the, um, I have had pushback in myself leaning into the accept I, and maybe this is self-destructive. Maybe this isn't good, but mm. I don't necessarily want to lean into the acceptance of my weight because it feels like then I'm never going to address it. And I think addressing mm. it is a good thing. Mm. This is a question because uh, I haven't been at a weight that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like at 125 kilos, which mm-hmm. is the heaviest. Did you feel like if anyone referenced something to do with or have, was talking about weight 
around you and it wasn't a conversation directly about you, did you feel like it was about you? Did you feel like eyes were on you? Because that's how I think well, that I could be um, – uh, that's how I think I could affect somebody is by talking about weight and they're over here thinking he's talking about me. But I don't know. Yeah. I think that like for me it was such an identity thing. Like I was the kid that would say, hey, look how quickly I can eat this ice cream. And so like leaning into that and even like I think that some of these habits don't leave you. Like being a, someone who has struggled with their weight, I feel like the – um when people are finishing their food or what, like if there's leftovers, mm. I remember as a kid, it was always like, oh, like you're going to eat that, like mm. you're eating that. And I would, I would have that. And I feel like that was a habit that was sort of um, ingrained in like identity stuff and all that sort of thing. But whereas I think there are, there are positive habits where it's like, oh, just by default, just because there's food there doesn't mean you need to eat it. Mm. So like, say for instance, on, um, Saturday when we're doing the working bee or whatever and you buy chips and all that sort of thing, it's like there is this automatic thing in me which is like I've got to have the chip. Like you just got to eat whatever's there where it's like it, it's, it takes active thinking for me. Mm. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think um, – Were you hypersensitive to the no, conversation? No, because no, I was more sensitive. Like I was more sort of sensitive to myself or like um, – negative towards myself with it all. So I understood, I understood mm. if, if someone said that I sort of got it and understood it, which is why like um, I find it interesting when you hear people say, oh, I'm like, I'm completely happy with the weight that I am. Uh, it, it, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm. Like, so say if you're over what, if you are morbidly obese and it's just like I'm happy the exact like exactly how I am. Mm. For me, what I associate that with is um, you've lost hope in making positive change. And I think it's very difficult because there is a huge amount of vanity. Like what I'm seeking isn't necessarily health as it is like wearing clothes that feel good to fit mm. in, right? Because like for me, my weight is also associated with uh, what I wear, which is how I walk and how I talk. And so it's all ingrained in all of that other stuff. It's mm. like when I was a kid, we never bought me nice clothes because it was always, well, Josh is going to um, outgrow the clothes. Mm. And it's like, why would you invest nice clothes into this body? Mm. And so I think that for me, like that there's, and that's not necessarily, there could be another side of it, which is, um, or uh, maybe you should buy, not you know, like you watch um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or whatever. When I was a kid, that was like the thing I used to love watching. And um, they would be was very it much- 2011 look? Yeah. It is? Yeah, no, no, yeah, that was yeah. the, um, yeah, the, no, even prior, the t 2006, you know, going casual school day, you know, wear what you want. And I'd wear like, you know, the stripe, the vertical stripe. I was wearing a business shirt to year eight because it was, it was slimming. It's um, year eight's business year. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, I said this on Discord, is it's like, um, I, uh, yeah, I've gotten very comfortable with like, oh, this is how I feel. This is my, mm. this is my opinion of myself. This is how I, this is what I'm reconciling. It feels like it would be unfair to, which I think we've done before, which is like, shut up about it, have that battle at home, have the, like, mm. you know, there's, there's a lot of people who won't eat around people mm. and then they'll go and they'll 
stuff their faces and all that sort of thing. Like a lot of the the damage happens after eight pm. Um, and so and, and it is. It feels like I think maybe because it is an external thing, you can real like you can see it. It's easier for like it, it, there is like an extra level of judgment because you mm. can see it happening. And there's like there's so many stories around, like similar to like think about what, how I am when it comes to episodes. I'm like episode 800. I want this like to be this or to do that or by episode 900. Like that's been my um, that's been my weight. Like that's what my weight's been. It's been like when I get to 85 kilos, I'm buying new clothes. Like I don't think that's like how many people I wonder like how many of the Gronks have said. I'm not going to buy nice clothes now because I don't plan on being this mm. this body this weight. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. What's insecurity wise? I mean, we've spoken a lot about my insecurities. Sevs, where are your where do your mm. insecurities lie? Um, I mean, there's. I th- I think that the the more that I haven't been to the gym, just being at home, I think I've I think I've realised that there's actually more of a body image uh insecurity that you have and so mm. the yeah the the idea of me not training is i guess like it's yeah it it affects the way that i perceive myself so it's just like not oh. tra- not training brings it on mm. yeah yeah so when i'm not training it's like oh hang on like like uh, my abs have gone down it's mm. it's and it's like yeah i mean it, it sounds so dumb right well everything's right you still you still got abs but it's like yeah it's just like that dumb stuff well, because if you, if you do, like, that's what, like, because I definitely, I remember um, the frustration where you would hear people like, oh, I'm trying to put on weight. Mm. Like, Jack Post is one of those guys who was like, he's been training, like, he's, him and I, it was like, he was going to the gym to try and bulk up and, and gain weight. And I was always like, mm. man, what I would do to just, you know, be in that position. Mm. But everything's relative, right? Which I think is the um, the bit that I'm wary of is it's like, so you've got like even if you've you're lean and all that sort of thing, you are still perceiving yourself in that negative way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the body dysmorphia. I think I become more vain the more I train and get a better physique. Mm-hmm. The worse physique, I'm just like less thought about it. And so it's an yeah interesting because it's the opposite. Mm. I mean, I still do think about it if I'm not training, and then but when I am in that mode. Mm. pulls me back. It's like Mike Tyson saying when he boxes, it brings out his ego. Well, yeah, there's definitely the... Um, it's, like a, it's like a connector to something mm. and training can be the connector to vanity. Or, but mm. there, there is an element of getting in the gym. It is like help. It's advantageous with goal setting and seeing progress. Mm-hmm. Likewise, the opposite. But it's so complex. You know, it's like that is we cannot compare our body to someone else's body. Like there's some that yeah. have more similar versions. Mm. It's, you know, and so it's where it is hard. It is a comparison trap if you're zooming mm-hmm. out slightly, if you're looking at Jack Post. And- mm-hmm. Well, I think that part of it also is that you end up um, like from an idea, so much of it is identity. Mm. So it's saying, okay, like I'll, um, I can be uh, super helpful. Like I remember just like feeling like you have to make up for it. It's like, okay, well, if I'm not going to um, tick these boxes, I better be good. Like I reckon as a kid, like my obsession with technology and stuff is like, well, fuck, like what am I going to be good at? Like mm. what can I, what can I do? But it's interesting because I think like Bree and I 
a very, I think why I've become more comfortable with it in regards to talking about it or being not unapologetic, but just being like, let's, let me talk about my experience rather because I think that there's definitely yeah, don't the, tell Josh how to think about how when he was yeah uh, well I, I think that's a thing like it's like no this is bad you can't be talking about this and it's like like Brie has this the same issues right which is just like and it's also the same mm. there's so much habitual stuff I'm like I'm sure that this is more common than like the eating like just being like you know what like how many times have have we uh, said, oh, you know what? Like Monday, like we have these great conversations. They're so productive. And it's like, yeah, so we're going to dial all this in and it's going to be really good. Yeah. And we're going to, and it's like, yeah. And we, so we agree. And then like, we're like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what do we want our last meal to be? <laughs> <laughs> and like the amount of times we've had our last Death meal. Row meal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I even like whoppers. I had a whopper on Sunday. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fucking. <laughs> Putrid. Like I, I, the the um the patty uh, was quite grey. Last time I had one, I thought I was going to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in there. Yeah, <laughs> like to shit yourself in there. Uh, Georgie boy, what do, can you relate to any of that? Like, what, do you um, have any insecurities like this sort of thing? Body image insecurities. I mean, a little bit, just like everyone else, but probably more. It's more putting yourself out there insecurities, I guess. And it's getting easier and easier after doing this show. But, you know, that's probably the biggest one. It's just, just worrying about what people think of you. And when you put yourself out there, I think that's your identity for me. Mm. It's, it's the work that you're putting out. Is there it's, any negative stuff that you think about? Like, what are the negative things that you think people are saying or thinking about you? Because I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can list them, but it's <laughs> nicer if you do. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I actually don't know. It's just, it's just more like... People will think stuff is shit and that's fine. But it's annoying. <laughs> so <laughs> nah, you're pretty secure. Like, so you, on the spectrum, know. like I've always said that you've got quite a good s- sentiment. Is that the, like a... Uh, 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 what's it uh, um, uh, Temperament. Temperament, thank you. Sentiments, because we've been speaking with Rain Man about sentiments. <laughs> uh, temperament. Temperament, yeah. Like you're very sort of... And I think that that's part of it maybe. Like I think that because maybe you have less negative self-talk yeah you're less likely to to like need to express it in some way yeah i guess so yeah i i try to not be negative but um i'm I'm an anxious guy i reckon like that's the thing it's like about what though i don't know just about saying the right things and making people happy and putting stuff out there that people like and that i like and all these things people pleaser yeah, I reckon I am. Is that, I mean, it's, most of us are yeah. at some level trying to. Yeah. Which is something I'm trying to not be as much mm-hmm. of because, you know, you got to please yourself first, I guess. I guess. Do we get that clean? <laughs> Pretty selfish. Uh, it's the. Um, yeah, I yeah, think. It's put the, put the face mask on yourself first, you know, the, yeah, the whole plane, the plane thing. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, for you, Josh, you have um, the joke is that I'm perfect, which <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not much of a joke. <laughs> no, but that is you. You're great at identifying things in people that they might not even realise. Like, um, how much have you thought, George, about ident- looking at yourself like that? Talk about it, talking about it like this. 
Yeah, haven't thought about it too much, to be honest. Like, we called it out, as in in, yeah. a, in a nice way. It's like, you're the dude whose mood is pretty pretty steady. Mm-hmm. Like, do you blow up? And it was a thing you never, like, yeah. haven't seen you blow up. Still waiting. Yeah. Love to see that. Yeah. But you, oh, definitely. the perfect thing is definitely linked to, uh, not insecurity. I haven't seen it as an insecurity, mm-hmm. but it's probably what it is, but I haven't associated it being the way, you know, the, how I thought an insecurity might play out, you know, like insecure about your body is a different version to insecurity about an internal processing. Mm. And so that internal processing could be people pleasing, which is an insecurity. But for me, it's like uh, doing stuff right or being perfect, whatever that version of whatever you think that is, I think is quite accurate. I don't know how to articulate it quite well, but Mm. it's the image. It's the, how people see you. It's the, you know, it's like a, what was that? Just just, good old just, Windows. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. that's actually going through the stream. But I, I, just, yeah. I just got a Windows update. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I don't even know how to quite articulate it, but that's the insecurity for me, I think, mm. is the... Well, yeah, I guess there's the... Um, like, I think that for you and I, when we've spoken, it's around you've got a... Gr- you had a great network when we started and so a lot of the sort of... Um, uh, work connection started off with friendships. And so when it's based on friendship, you won't necessarily always mm. feeling like nepotism or whatever has a negative side to it, which is like, if you've got skills, if you think that you are the right person mm. and someone says, Hey, I'm hiring you this, for, you know, hiring you for this job because uh, I like you, mm. that becomes its own identity issues. Cause it's like, you have good skills. Like, it's not mm. like, like when people say would communicate that, I feel like I would push back on it because like, no, you, you're also the person for the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's success too, right? It's like I think I've put emphasis on achieving, you know, like the, the path that we choose ends up being one of, you know, the external validation mm. and that being views or likes or people liking you. And so then that is a version of, uh, serving the perfection. So it's like, I can do the thing, you know. And I, I think I've got it before it's a problem where I really am wrapped up in that as in, in terms of my identity. Mm-hmm. And you just, you see the sort of uselessness of it really and not serving you. It does serve you to a degree because you end up having wins and you know when someone says oh mate this is your fucking year and you're like yeah fuck yeah mm. like in that i even remember that as a moment someone said that to me and lots of good things happened that year and i was like yeah you know that's a, that's ego yeah almost like, but it's also you're you're very good at like looking at the positives and things yeah and i think maybe that's why we work well together because i'm always like oh no we need to be doing better or no we can't like mm. as soon as we take something and celebrate it we're like slowing down mm. or dropping the ball yeah tell you what i've dropped the ball i need to do a um, ben fordham shout out uh, before you do the Fordo shout out yeah. uh, do it another hello hello you want to put it in yeah. the you want to put it in the mic yeah, yeah. here we go i'm gonna go from the side this is fun and new megaphone sponsor is ben fordham Fordo will be returning as a new host of breakfast on 2GB started yesterday. Tune in to Ben Fordham live from Monday to Friday, 5.30am till 9am on 2GB or search Ben Fordham live on your favourite podcast app. And if you want to hit 
knock Ben Fordham off his uh, <laughs> megaphone sponsorship. Naming rights, two fifty five cash, PayPal. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. You'll have it from next week. Sorry to get that in there on the same sort of yeah. transmission. Yeah. Fordo, love you. <laughs> Got to make money around here, mate. <laughs> I, d- I didn't like that megaphone technique. You didn't? No. Why? It was um, your actual vocals were sort of bleeding through it, so uh, it didn't. It's fine. Um, live and learn, you know. <laughs> live and learn. Yeah, only if you do something different next time. I will. Um, it's this thing. In fact, it was. Yeah. So he's using uh, TJ's using a uh, the extender, which allows yeah. you to sort of place the megaphone at yeah. waist height mm. to um, shooting from the hip. Yes. <laughs> um, actually, I got a call. Did I tell you, uh, Georgie boy and Sevs? I got a call from. Ben, last really? night. Right. And, um, yeah, he called. I was like, what's – how's Fordo got time? Like, he's just got a new show. Uh, yeah, he had the Premier of New South Wales. He had the, the, the Prime Minister. Prime Minister of the country. <laughs> yeah. And now he's calling yeah. Gronk Jansen. Yeah. What time was he calling you? Uh, it would have been like uh, 5.40 Bedtime. p.m. It was, it, was when I, yeah, it, <laughs> it was It was when I was walking home. Mm. And uh, he said – uh, I'm I'm happy. Yeah. At first, the funny thing is, he when he calls, I sort of feel like explaining, like this isn't recorded. You know, this isn't being recorded because, like, <laughs> is I, that I your security to- that Ben Fordham doesn't like you no, as a person? No, no, it's because he's like he's taking the whole thing very, very seriously. <laughs> Mate, it's like, <laughs> I, was, I was worried. He's like, I was worried that you Gronks weren't going to uh, to get the job done. I listened in. I heard it. I'm liking what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, hey, Ford, yeah, I'm just walking at the moment for a day. He's like, yeah, it was very good. <laughs> I was like, He's a businessman. He is a businessman. Is he going to buy another well, week? Well, I don't know if he'll buy another week, but I did mention, I said to him, how about that contra? How about the potential of getting the daily talk show mentioned on 2GB? That's huge. That's a it's a big win for the boys. And so he said he thinks that he could do it. <laughs> he thinks that maybe the way of incorporating it is saying something like, you know, it's been a, you know, I've done everything. It's been a big week. Yeah. I've even sponsored a megaphone on a podcast called The Daily Talk Show, which I feel like is a good, <laughs> he needs to work out a way of doing it in fact, right? Like he needs to sort of incorporate it in a way rather yeah, than just yeah. being a promo. If mm. anything, what we love is people talking about the megaphone in the most serious manner. Our accountants, <laughs> Ben Fordham on Talkback Radio. What's another way? Like what's another way of getting on Talkback? What could we do? Mm. In, Talk in Melbourne? Like, or? We, no, I think like how do, we, how do we do something so outrageous or fun that Fordo would actually be like, hey, the producer's calling. We'd love to have you on talking about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the um, – it's been used up last week was uh, Sev's on FM <laughs> talking about his relationship to not, a, not AM enough. Yeah. Yeah, what's something like um, mm. something COVID-related? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the world at the moment. I feel like we're at the sort of back end of the yeah. priority Yeah, list. maybe, oh, yeah. probably. And um, the importance – I mean, he's covering some big topics on that show. I'll be thanking my lucky stars if we can get on that show. Yeah. Or maybe it's better if we don't get mentioned. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, uh, no, mate, thing- I'm all for a mention, but just if he, Ben Fordham will be able to drop it in. I've been on his show before. Have you been? You, I, f- I feel like I have. We um, oh, it, there was On a, podcasting. He was talking about podcasting. I, um, uh, last night I decided, you know what I'm like with my subscriptions? I've added to my subscriptions. 
Oh. I added uh, the age because I'd hit yeah. the limit and I was very, I'm very happy. I don't know who mentioned the age. I think I did. Isn't it? Um, I think I did. Isn't it crazy though that like these things that would be considered just common knowledge, like a newspaper, like a local newspaper, like it's, it's just gone over my head for all these years. Like I'm, I'm turning 30 this year. Yeah, right. Welcome to the club. I'm I'm listening to seven seven four ABC in the morning. Like the last time I would have read the age would have been like doing like a critical piece in Year Ten English. Yeah, we had to read an article. What and is it? What is it about the it's age? A newsp- it's a newspaper. No, no, but <laughs> what, is, what is it about the age that you love? So like, I went why on is there because I because I get I get the different sort of like yeah. the, angles and mm-hmm. perspectives. Is it aligning so, with your political views? No, so no. Is it it's, feeling it's um. There's more sort of. Uh, thought-provoking topics, but also, like, um, I feel like on news.com.au, I never know what's happening in Victoria in regards, like, you only hear of something like a, a drug dealer kills his yeah. partner or something, mm. right? Whereas um, on The Age, it was like, oh, here's these plans, like, Daniel Andrews yeah. is uh, hired his mate. Yeah. And, like, you know, and was, you don't hear much. I guess because news.com.au, like I'm pretty dumb, but news.com.au, I guess a national mm. tabloid. Is that what you'd call it? Tabloid? They, um, is uh, that a tabloid? Site. I don't know. Site. Uh, so Amy... Amy works for a construction company and they're doing a development just on our street, mm-hmm. other side of Vic- Victoria Street. And uh, they were pulling up, you know, doing a sort of... De- um, demolition in, inside and they ripped up the floorboard, uh, the carpet and then underneath the carpet back in the old day rather than sort of like uh, some sort of liner like a you know squishy one they used <laughs> to use uh, newspaper so Amy's Amy's boss took from the site these big sheets of old newspaper and it was yellow back in the day and I've seen this before. I always assumed, I just assumed that it goes yellow yeah, over true. time. Cannot confirm. I'm sure Cannot that it's confirm. just based on the age of the paper. That's well, what I would guess. Yeah. Well, I said yellow and it, and I just was taking a punt. I was like, yeah, yellow. And she's like, yeah, it's yellow. I've got it on my desk. So I've just asked her to send me a message with a photo of something. She said back, she said the, the one that she's got on her desk is like talking about the, the cutest shit. It's like, uh, you know, Jill and Bill are moving from Tamworth down to Victoria this week and they're like, it's, that's the news. Yeah. You I know, like that. It, yeah. It's sweet. It's very sweet. So hopefully I can, um, hopefully within the show, I can get a little snippet and read out something from 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> but Bree's being very good with like dialing in the subscriptions and making sure that they're all accounted for. Like we've got a spreadsheet that has everything listed. Right. And the funny thing was I used, um, she gets. She realizes what I'm doing straight away when I pull the credit card out. <laughs> so when I pull the credit card out, I've got my phone. She's always asking, well, a, "What are you doing?" It's either two things: OnlyFans yeah. or <laughs> found another one. Um, and no, so I um, I thought I was being clever because I uh, I used Apple um, the Apple Pay thing, like using sort uh, of like in, through in-app purchase. Yeah, yeah. And so I was Mate, like, "You're just being deceptive, not clever." <laughs> <laughs> the funny. So I do that. And so I'm on my phone. I've just signed up. And so I'm in bed and I just do it and I click it and I'm like feeling really good and I've got articles. And I, um, and I look over to Brie 
and she's on her phone. I'm like, what are you doing? And she has her spreadsheet open. She's at the age, 7.49. She, <laughs> she saw everything I was doing and she's put it in to the to the spreadsheet. What are you at? What's your number? Because I the my video idea for you mm-hmm. years ago, this is before you had it in had it sort of handled. My idea was let's get, you know, cards, mm-hmm. write out all the subscriptions, put them up on the wall like a web, like we're doing an investigation. 160 a month. 160 a month of subscriptions solely for just, just bits and pieces. How many are active as in so it's like consuming at a let's affordable, do percentage wise? How about this? Here's a good little um, Here we go. life hack. Uh, did you know that I think you have to be signed up to Audible in one of their subscription things, but um, they give New York Times digests in oh, really? audio form. And so last night when I went to bed, I got like 50 minutes of the top stories of the New York Times read out to me. Gosh, oh you wouldn't God. have been sleeping well. That's oh, fine. I just have it on. The problem was I lost one of my AirPods last night. Last night oh, in the bed. Pros. Oh, in yeah. bed. Oh, no. yeah, but it was very hard. Like it, no, we I get pulled it. apart everything. And it turns out it was just on Bree's side of the bed. But it was the last <laughs> place we checked because when you fall asleep with them, it is difficult. Mm. Wow, I've got um, I've got this. You can't really see it, but it's so just this like is a, this is the newspaper. All ad, old ads. What, what is the ad for? It looks like, like a cartoon, dude. What's this goal to the greatest football picture ever made? Brown and Harvard. Hoyts. It's a cinema. Oh, it's like an ad, a hand-drawn ad for a movie. Wow, Leggett's American Mighty Dollar Night tonight. Wattle Paths Palace, St Kilda. A perfect floor. Like this is just ads. Wow, it's all hand-drawn. There's no printing of photos on here. That is cool. What they're what they're planning on doing is framing it. And then putting it into the building that they're developing. Oh, that's as like awesome. a here's a bit of history from mm. the building. I mean, what's what's that for us around here? <laughs> it's a yeah. bit of a jo- picture of George in his uh, <laughs> in his bunker, his little studio downstairs. Yeah, yeah I remember we found um, newspapers. Not me, but my sister found newspapers under this house that they um, our friend was renting. And yeah, it's crazy. It was like Don Bradman scored a hundred, like that sort really? of thing. Stories about Hitler. Wow. Far they out. Might have made that up. I'm not sure. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> pretty a good. good. Story. That sounds yeah. real good. You're wearing a different hat today, George. New hat. Mum got him a hat. No. Is, <laughs> is that the Telstra logo? Hannigan. Hannigan. Is it the, yeah. It's Carhartt. It's a, Car- uh, what's that? Yeah, good brand. It's a, it's a beanie brand, I think. They do a bunch good, of good stuff. Qual, and it's Cordroy. Corduroy, corduroy. corduroy. You are the only guy on the team that would wear corduroy. And that's, is that's it a corduroy? compliment. Is, because corduroy? is it a silent D, Cord- is it? Corduroy. Has it got no corduroy? D in it? Corduroy. 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 Is it a D in it? No, I think I'm probably wrong. Corduroy. Can you look it up? Corduroy. I thought corduroy. Corduroy. I'd be saying it wrong. Yeah, when I was a kid, I said it yeah, wrong. Yeah, cord- corduroy. Corduroy. Oh, there you go. Corduroy. <laughs> Millions. 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 Look, millions and millions of cord- corduroy. <laughs> corduroy pants. I did have some, some of those pants. You the did blue back, ones. back in the day, though. Yeah. Did you? Not nowadays. No. No. I bought some in 2012 from America, and it's just about being in America thinking that you're cooler than you are. I get that. And you get home, you're like, absolutely not. What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, how Seriously. is how dialed are you, like, Georgie Boy, when it comes to subscriptions and news and how much are you considering all of this stuff? 
subscriptions or news or both? Both. Because subscriptions, I've got quite a few as well. Uh, I don't think I'd have $160 worth, but I've probably got 70 70 What have you got? Oh, just like all the streaming services. Mm. Um, have you got the latest one, Binge? No, I haven't got Binge. Are you going to get it? No, not interested. Okay. Um, well, so Sev's Grace is a bit of a spender. She's already, <laughs> she's got Binge. I think so. I think she's got the 14-day four, So what is she? So she's got Binge. Yep. Stan. She's Stan. But ne- she's also got You Who or whatever the fuck hey it's called. You. Hey You. Hey You, sorry. And then Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's pretty standard. There's yeah. a lot of people that have that. It's a lot of streaming. Yeah, I've got Amazon, Stan, Hey You. Okay. What are you using Hey You for? <laughs> Hannah loves it. She watches it's Hey It's reality you. TV. Yeah. It's quite good. Mm. I like Maybe dipping, I dipping it. in and out. Yeah. But I don't, I don't yeah, know, like it. I don't know many people who've got... M- I, my new subscriptions. Like, I, what's what's the pushback against ABC? Like, what's why? There's do you, no, there's no subscription there. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I mean. So why 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 would you sign oh, up? Someone for the I age haven't looked the, at ABC. I don't know what their offering is. There's not. <laughs> it's free. It's no, but it's, what is there? It's behind a paywall that Josh likes. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole joke. He's getting more. Technically, he is. If you feel like you're getting more value out of the age, well, I thought paywall. It's like I am slightly uncomfortable consuming shit for free. Based on mate, how, how are they all the people it? listening to this show? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say how are they making like if you want top quality journalism, government funded. It's top quality, sure. So that's how they t- do. It. That's I how would, they offer would, it for free. Just like us, be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. I'd be interested to see the funding is probably very similar to what someone like the Age has. Okay, like in terms of like resources, I think it'd be very similar. So, do you think I should I should move to? ABC? I mean, just give it a go. Just just, 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 just a take couple. a look at. The articles on ABC when you go to bed or whenever you look at the news. I don't think it, has, doing it doesn't have the shine. Stuff? You don't buy, like, the reason brands do, like, Do you think I'm charge, being a poser again? No, I think it's actually working, though. You buy a Ferrari for a reason. It's about the brand. And so what's the ABC if the age is a Ferrari? You just think that the money, like, there's some connection between you, you spending seven bucks a month mm-hmm. connecting to the quality of the, not saying it's real. It's just you and what you you. It's as real as the you ABC believe is like catching the tram. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not offensive. Trams are great. No, but trams you, in, the free zone, in the free zone. No, no. So, no, but the thing is, there are a lot of like a lot of wealthy people who choose the tram over driving from like an environmental perspective. No, sure. Yeah, and so yeah, I and get so it's it. like the tram is. Uh, it's not, there's no status to a tram. There's all different. There's rich, there's poor, there's everywhere, mm. one in between on a tram. Mm. Like the ABC. And so you're, you're an elitist at the age. Who <laughs> 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 would never catch a fucking tram no. and read no. the yeah, age I'm only, I'm only uber black. No. You know? <laughs> I feel like the age, people reading the age would 100% get behind the tram. But um, yeah, no, no, there right. was, when I was reading it, um, like, Last night, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, how fucking dumb was I before the age? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, what was I reading? Like, this, now this is, this is uh, journalism. Well, you have like <laughs> Patreon subscriptions. Yeah. Do you feel, does it, is there a difference in how you feel, other than supporting your mates, <laughs> Dave Ella and shit like that? Ha, ha, what do you feel like when you pay seven bucks a month mm-hmm. to get exclusive access to content? Yeah. What does it make you feel? Well, I think that part of it, I think about how much did an album used to, 
How much would an album cost back in the 14 day? Fourteen bucks, twenty. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember actually. Yeah, it was like nineteen ninety-five. No, just even the standard one. Yeah, twenty bucks. Like comparatively, content is very, very, very cheap mm. than what it's what it's been. And so, at what point can you make free content paid content? Because yeah, I guess that's the predicament: brands that offer free stuff you know, for a long time and then take it behind a paywall. Well, I think it's face. probably because they need to make, they need to be able to pay the people that but are in there. How the, as a consumer, mm. what does it for you? What ticks the box of going, yes. It's I'll, worth being paid for. Yes. What is that for you? Um, so for Diavella, he's doing exclusive content that's just for Patreon that's very inside baseball, showing the tech, extra Q&As. I like that stuff. Mm. Um, niche. Niche access. Yeah. But there's, I think there's a bunch of people. I reckon like even Kevin Rose. If Kevin mm. Rose had a subscription that I had paid for. Oh, I'd pay for that. I'd well. pay for that. Yeah, yeah. Like I reckon, Georgie Boy, anyone, any content creator that if they came out and said 10 bucks a month to sign up and you get exclusives from them, would you do it? Any, any, uh, uh, well, the only one that I've paid for is the Hamish and Andy app. I've paid which, for that too, which yeah. is like 14 a year yeah, or some stupid, shit. Yeah. Less, I think it's like seven a year, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's probably that's probably that's probably it to be honest. Do you think in the future it's got, people are going to be more primed to be paying at the subscription level for everything? So, for all, all of their favorite creators, Surely there's got to be some sort of global platform that manages it all. Because mm. I think part of it is the annoyance of, like, I think the in-app stuff helps. But the problem mm. is that it's, um, we're giving a bunch to the, um, to Apple. Mm. And that's what I think the ACCC, have you guys seen this about, um, there's a bunch of negotiation that's happening at the moment with media companies and Facebook. Facebook in Australia uh, has yeah. some like huge amounts of revenue here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, hang on. If they're if people are on the platform to then go to these places for content, mm. should they not be sharing that cash, sharing the revenue? Mm. Which, Which what, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I mean that that's what Brave the browser is there for. I What's mean Brave. So there's it's it's like a fork of Google Chrome. It's a fork. It's like they've taken the code base and then just edited it and modified it to however they want. Is it Google? No, it's a, it's a different company, but same same look and feel Chrome as or Chrome. Firefox. Yeah, Chrome. Based on Chrome. They rip off artists. No, well, it's, it's, it's like open, open source. source. So, so it's, yeah, okay. it's like um, you could create, you could take WordPress and you could say, I'm going to make a specific version, a content management system that's for real estate agents. And so you could use all the code in WordPress and create something and fork it to something else. Okay. Or yeah. for instance, it's like um, if you had an app that um, required Chrome, mm. you could fork that version of Chrome and we could have the daily talk show browser, which is has some extra features or mm. things like that. Yeah. And so anyway, what, what's well, the so, so they've, I think they've got Brave Rewards, which is essentially like microtransactions. So every time you visit a publisher's website and they're set up with Brave, you're giving, it's based on like cryptocurrencies and stuff, but you're giving a microtransaction to them. And so they're earning they're earning money through traffic and through views directly mm. to mm. them. And that's what uh, Mike Miller's doing with Vidiate as mm. well. Like he's doing stuff with like p- paying um, creators. 
But I guess we just small amounts. Well, not even small amounts, like subscriptions, like a subscription type thing where it's all within an app. Sam Harris does the subscription model, but also donation model and also offers it for free if you can't do either of those. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing. Like you can pay to have access to his full podcasts. And again, I, I... on the site, there's just like, no questions asked. If you can't pay for it, just click here. And so I click there. And then it sent me this thing where I opened up the podcast app and then it took me to a whole new feed. Like this, I've never seen this before. It's like mm. private podcasts. It's like a private podcast feed. Yeah. And then you've got like his black logo, which mm-hmm. is unpaid and red logo, which gets full feed. It was really interesting. Like all these sort of new models that mm-hmm. are coming out. It feels like, and that's why- when you talk about audience, scale actually becomes a thing because it's like, okay, well, if you want to make money, you just need more people paying you the seven, $7 a month or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I do want like, look at something like Sirius XM in the US, which has Howard Stern or even, um, I guess Spotify, you're still going to be able to access all of Joe Rogan's content. Mm. Love that people are saying Joe Rogan's worth five billion dollars, but it's just uh, that's the headline, and then you go into it. It's like the share price of Spotify that went up. What's mm. that worth? And then connecting it to Joe and the deal that he made. A lot like, of that stuff is bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the I get um, what it, I get. The BRW's rich list, like they just make shit up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I need to do another one before we go? Sure, do. He's onto it, isn't he? Oh, oh sorry, sorry guys, I need to pull up the script. <laughs> Just getting the megaphone ready. Our new megaphone sponsor is Ben Fordham. Fordham will be returning as the new host of Breakfast on 2GB. Tune in to Ben Fordham live from Monday to Friday, 5.30am to 9am on 2GB or search Ben Fordham live on your fave podcast app. Georgie Boy and I were just having a little listen this morning on, on the app in Melbourne. There's the future for you. That's it. He loves adding bits in, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he does. Mate, yeah. I go off script. I cannot <laughs> no, be trusted. No, I, sort of, I, I like it, I, I guess. Like it. I guess. 10 seconds of admin. Did you know you can actually subscribe? It's a podcast. You can do it and also give us a review at Apple Podcasts. Thank you. And guess what? What? It's free. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ungrateful fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Completely free. And you haven't even left a review. Now think about it for a sec. <laughs> About oh, all the no. time, the energy. <laughs> nothing it's like just a few that, button clicks. Yeah, nothing yeah, like outrageous. guilting listeners into yeah. <laughs> leaving reviews <laughs> yeah. or donating. I just money. wanted to say ungrateful fuck. There's something <laughs> very funny about that, right? Yeah. Were you ever called an ungrateful fuck as a kid? I I'm definitely sure. was. Definitely <laughs> not. That's quite definitely not the F word. Yeah, My yeah, mum yeah. didn't swear at me, only at, in the worst yeah. moments. So well, I, I had a few of those. But that, <laughs> that is the rationale I give myself when I'm feeling not confident about something. I was like, Mate, you're getting this for free. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good, one. good self-talk. Right. right. It's uh, the Daily Talk Show. See you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.